What's up, everyone? Welcome into More Important Issues. It's game week. Let's go. Sorry. I was looking at my phone. You're good. You're good. I, I'm listening. I saw your head down, so I was just waiting on you to, to react. Um, how would, how much longer would you have let me keep my head down without, like, calling 911 to make sure I wasn't as, dead? As long as it took. Like, would you have assumed I was dead? If Like, how long would it have gone before you've been like, he might, might need to call someone? I'd have been like, Joe. <laughs> All right, guys. But more important issues is brought to you by our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, Billy Ratliff's Tap 40 Grill, and Blue Water Climate Control. And here's a quick word from our good friends at Blue Water Climate Control. People always ask, where did we get the name Blue Water Climate Control? When a Navy ship casts off lines, exits the harbor, and loses sight of land, that's blue water sailing. It takes a team of people to do that tireless work, focus, and attention to detail. So much of starting a business is just like that. After it's done, you get filled with deep satisfaction for accomplishing something. And it's quickly followed by, now the real work begins. We're Blue Water Climate Control. Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello with Column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Reddit, Dit to Do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, August 29th. I'm also doing a fan. It's football season. Football's uh, on the TV. I think Landon's got New England, New York on as well. I've got a fantasy draft going. I've got another one to get prepared for tomorrow night. Our our league is Sunday or Saturday night. I mean, it's, it's football. You can't escape it. It's here now. It's fall. It's cooler in the evenings and in the mornings. It is ridiculously hot outside in the day. But it, it is football. There's no escaping it. We've officially made it to game week. That's the big one. Now we just got to make it three, four more days. That's it. Just four more days. Four more days. Yeah, something that's um, pretty warm is uh, Scott Frost's hot seat, <laughs> right? I mean, I think they were like already fed up with him before losing to. I mean, for that game was that that was not a great game to have to watch. Um, so to a backup quarterback. Yeah. Um, Brett Bielema, where has he been, by the way? Like, where, what's he been doing lately? Oh, wasn't he like in Houston collecting a check like Bush Jones? Or no, he's Probably. at the Patriots. I think he was at the Patriots doing that. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, that that was that wasn't a great, great game to watch. Um, not a great game overall. Yeah, seat's got to be warm for sure. For sure, love it. I love it. It's nice to Do have you another love team in college football that's it's not. Us, right? Okay, uh, here's the problem. First off, it, it kind of is like Tennessee and Nebraska. People are like, you know, 
we can't make fun of them. First off, we can. We just have to also recognize that it's been us too. That's fine. <laughs> um, second, oh, yeah. the thing about Scott Frost is we got a guy that's had a very, very similar early career as Scott Frost who followed him up. That's true. That's true. I'm not, I mean, that doesn't mean – like that doesn't mean Heupel is going to be exactly like Scott Frost. But similar situations for sure. I will say this, like – I don't think Tennessee has had a home run higher. I don't think anybody has claimed they've had a home run higher in the past, like, what, four coaches? Yeah, I mean, that's fair, I guess. I don't know. Five coaches? Or how – God, how, how many has it been? <laughs> We've been on a lot. That's that's one but issue. Like every, I feel like a lot of people, like national media guys, claim Scott Frost is a home run higher for Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, for sure. And it was probably part of the coming home stuff, too. So, yeah, yeah. that might have been part of it. But, yeah, no, they did. And that was right off UCF's national championship season. So, I mean, that, it makes sense. I, th- I thought it was a good hire. I was wrong. Um, yeah. I, don't think, I mean, I don't think it changes for him. So, I, I was wrong. <laughs> yep. All definitely, right. Seat's definitely oh. warm. Let's get into Tennessee. Oh, for sure. We're, getting, we're talking Tennessee. Everyone, I mean, every week, every question, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. We're finally previewing those positions. Um, we will talk some game week stuff. Get ready to safely smack the sun on, on your way into Neyland. It's going to be fun. Um, Vols hoop. We actually, Landon alluded to things started trending Thursday for this guy. Um, and Landon lets you guys in on it. And, of course, Friday hit. I mean, no big deal. No big deal. Yeah. Um, college fall is back. There was college game day this Saturday. That was nice. Um, <coughs> HBCU, is, is that like a every Saturday thing? Because that's awesome. Like, that was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, I mean, maybe it's not. It didn't feel any worse football than, like, the Mac. Oh, no, no. HBCU is good football, especially, like, I mean, there's going to be some good teams, um, you know, here soon, too. I mean, you've got um, – uh, you know, prom time at Jackson State right now. Like, there's going to be – like, the football is going to get better. And yeah, and Eddie George I, is at Tennessee State. Eddie George is at Tennessee State as well. I, and St- I didn't know Steve McNair – I don't know if I knew he went – he was an HBCU guy. Like, I don't know if I knew he went to Alcorn State. And his brother's the head coach. Yep. So, yep. I, I wasn't aware of all those connections. So, I mean, yeah, there's like – there's definitely good football there. And, and I mean, um, yeah, I, I think it's going to progressively get better here in the next few years too. But uh, it, it, college game day was great. It was nice to just have it back. I'm not – I'm honestly, like, I don't sit down to watch college game day. It's normally on, like, while I'm getting ready and stuff. But it's good to have it back. I did – While you're painting your face day. and stuff. Yeah, well, yeah. For <laughs> getting, getting the pads with the spikes on them ready. Yeah. All that, that, getting get all that going. Um, if you've got some questions, drop them in the chat. Uh, we will uh, we'll get to them when we can. Uh, Joe Fowler's drafting fantasy, too. Go Big Orange, Jason. Good to have everybody in. Let's do it. Quarterbacks. I also want to let you know that another – I can't remember what podcast it was now. Another podcast I listened to mentioned Mighty Joe Young this week, so that's really weird. Boom. <laughs> I was like, what? I've ne- how have I never heard of the movie? And then twice in like two weeks it's, it's come up in conversation like that. That's very strange. Um, I also didn't – Mighty Joe Young. Is Joe Young a gorilla? Is that correct? Yes. Okay, because I looked it up afterwards because I was like, all right, well, what's all the hype about? I've been hearing it. Okay, so I, like when you said it, that sounds like a cartoon to me. Like it sounded like a Hercules type cartoon to me. Mm-hmm. Not, not what I expected. Not, not the. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, it's like live action, a more friendly King Kong. Okay, so like not he doesn't tear down a whole city. No, just like a, um, like a carnival. Okay, 
Interesting. Um, well, what kind of what, well? First off, Joe Milton, big uh, mighty Joe Milton, right? That's the nickname. Yeah. Um, I believe that's the starter. Is that <laughs> is that your starting quarterback? Is that where you go? Yeah, I definitely think he's the first guy that they roll out there um, on Thursday night. Um, I think my question, my first question is like, do you see anybody else? Do you get to the point where you could see somebody else, or do you have to go to somebody else because he's not getting the job done? Well, here, two things, or sorry, for that specific, like whether you see, you better see at least two quarterbacks Thursday night. I'll say that. Yeah. Because either one, one guy's struggling and we need to go away from him. Like you need to try something new. Or two, hopefully it's so in hand that you get to go to another guy and give another guy, so you give another guy reps. So you better at least see two quarterbacks. I mean, I've said that with some of the cupcake games with Jeremy Pruitt and you never did. Um, don't be stubborn. Like, I mean, I get what you, what you see in practice is a big deal, but if they're not getting it done, they're not getting it done. And what does it hurt to try someone else? If, if, the, if the first guy's not getting it done, what's it going to hurt to try the second guy? Like, can it be worse? Last year, it couldn't be worse. Can, mm-hmm. This year, can it be worse? Let's find out. Hope, uh, let's not find that out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm kind of more interested. I mean, I'm definitely interested to see what um, Joe Melton looks like under the lights because, you know, it's – it's a totally different game, um, you know, not even the orange and white game, which, you know, we saw that and everybody kind of thought Hendon Hooker would be the starter over Harrison Bailey. And then, you know, Joe Milton came in and, you know, he was the favorite. Then you thought it'd be Joe Milton, Hendon Hooker, Harrison Bailey. I'm interested to see who's that, who that second guy is because right. um, in the orange and white game, it looked very clear who would be ahead in, with, with those two. It was, it was Harrison Bailey hands down in that orange and white game. I know that's, you know, not a lot to go off of, but when you're, when you're in that stadium with, with a crowd, it, it does kind of like, I mean, that's kind of as close as it gets um, to a real yeah. thing. And, um, you know, Harrison Bailey just outperformed Hinton Hooker. And, and I don't think it'd be even a, if, if Harrison Bailey could move and then if Hinton Hooker couldn't move, I mean, like, that's the only thing that like puts Hendon Hooker. I think I feel like in the conversation with Harrison Bailey. I mean, I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying since that he's not a mobile quarterback, but Harrison Bailey is very athletic. Right. So I've got to think from what I've seen from Hendon Hooker, and it's kind of the same for Joe Milton in that sense. I don't see Hendon Hooker being like I don't I don't know if his mobility gives him enough bump to go over Harrison Bailey like this offense. You know, Heupel talked about it. Golish talked about it. Like, you know, they tailor it to the quarterback. That's their main focus. So I feel like Harrison Bailey's athletic enough that if he's playing good football, they should be able to tailor the offense and be effective. So, like, I don't think Hendon Hooker is necessarily better than Harrison Bailey then in that sense. I kind of want to say, like, I don't know how how much farther can Joe Milton and Hendon Hooker really be over Harrison Bailey. Is I guess that's kind of my question. Because, like, what we've seen of them not been very impressive. Yeah, I mean, Harrison Bailey, I think he – what did he complete 70% of his passes last season? And him, or uh, Joe Milton completed like 50%. I mean, if, if you're looking at that just consistency-wise, Harrison Bailey is your guy. But right. now if if those two guys, Hendon Hooker and, and Joe Milton, can you know be more consistent, then, yeah, they probably have the tools to be a, a better playmaker in this league. Because um, Harrison Bailey, like, he, he does – a lot of stuff well, but I don't think he does a lot of stuff great. 
Um, and that's not a knock on him, but that, that's just kind of who he is. He's He just wins football games. That's what he did in high school. He didn't wow anybody with his um, physical presence. You know, I, I'm, we see a lot of people comparing Joe Milton to Cam Newton. I mean, the, <laughs> the phys- like physically he looks like a, a million dollars, but he hasn't played like it up to this point. He right. played two games at Michigan last season and uh, threw for over 300 yards, but both of those games resulted in a loss. So, I mean, I, I would much rather a guy throw for 200, 225, and win the game than 300 and lose a game. So, um, you know, I, I think you're looking for consistency in this offense. And, you know, Joe Milton is the guy that this staff has brought in. And so I just hope he's – I think you, you definitely have more options at quarterback than you have in, in what, four or five years? Uh, yeah, I mean, since 2017. Or 2016, I guess. Well, really, you didn't really have any options in 20. It was you just thank God you had Josh Dobbs. Um, right. Kind of it, honestly. We, I mean, Tennessee hasn't had a good, good depth at quarterback since 2000. Ainge five, yeah, Ainge and Schaefer, and Schaefer was only there his freshman year. I mean. When's the last like when's the last time Tennessee brought in a good backup? Because you had Tyler Bray, of course, and I'm not talking about individual quarterbacks. You had Tyler Bray, of course, um, and then you you had Josh Dobbs. But outside of that, I mean, you had no depth. I mean, Josh Dobbs freshman year, you had Justin Worley start uh, first two th- two games, uh, two or three games. Then you had Nathan Peterman come in, get hurt against Florida, uh, you know, after starting that game. But those guys just, I mean, I like Justin Worley a lot. I thought he was serviceable, I guess, but. Um, there was no depth there, none at all. So like Dobbs comes in and full-time starter in 15 and 16. And, but I mean, if he goes down, you don't have a guy. So yeah, this, I mean, probably since like 2006 is the last time Tennessee's had this much depth that, um, where I think you have serviceable guys, which I mean, we could come back in three months and that statement could be an absurd one too, because you would have said in going into 16, you would have said you have QB depth. Well, in hindsight, you're looking back, you know, you, you didn't now. Um, I mean, I think last year the QB room was really talented and had a ton of depth, but weren't utilized. So, I mean, you can't say there's depth there when you refuse to play it. Yeah. And, I mean, Harrison Bailey was – he was a big man on campus last season because, like, everybody wanted to see him. You know, it was five-star coming in, you know, high hopes, and then with what mm-hmm. you had in front of him, you thought, you know, Harrison Bailey is the future of Tennessee. Um, you bring in two quality – guys in the transfer portal and it just kind of changed things a little bit so bill asked the question do you think bailey transfers if not starting i mean if any if it's anything like um the pat like what we've seen in the past with the transfer portal yeah he probably transfers um but i don't think he's going to transfer this year he probably finishes out the year because i mean last year he wasn't named the starter either and he got some opportunities Right in there. So, uh, as a true freshman. So, you know, I don't think it's the end all be off. He doesn't start, but it, yeah, if he does, if Joe Milton kind of takes it away and, you know, kind of doesn't look back, I, I think ba- you could probably see Bailey hit the portal next season. Yeah, I think it's possible too. And, and I do, I mean, I don't know if there's necessarily been a starter name, like, hey, here's our QB1. But obviously, with the Brian Maurer situation, we know that the reps and the attention has already been given out like right. they they know who the 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 room probably has a really really good idea of who qb1 is as well um so if bailey's not leaving yet i don't see him leaving in the middle of the season 
for information he already knows now. Um, so I'm with you. If it happens, probably the end of the season. But I got to think, if you're not starting by now, like Harrison Bailey seems like he's good enough to start at other plenty of other schools. Mm-hmm. Whether you feel like you're being wronged or whether you feel like you're legitimately being beat out, you're probably still going to seek that other opportunity. Um, another question related to Bailey, Nugalutes? Nugalutes? I feel like I'm saying something really dirty when I say that. Is that okay? Nugalutes. Nugalutes. HB gets an extra year to – too right oh excuse me that covid year yeah anybody that was on the roster in 2020 will get an extra year so mm-hmm. harrison bailey has that as well um it's how uh evan russell uh evan russell it's how he got to using that covid year yep, luke lipsius redmond walsh yeah a couple covid guys on the taking advantage of on the baseball team um I, mean, I don't know if that means much for harrison bailey or not um obviously that'll depend be kind of determined by how much playing time he gets over the next two years but right because i mean he's a talented kid he like you said he has the talent to play somewhere else um so if he's not playing here yeah he probably is going to look for other opportunities and it's nothing personal i mean you saw the the news today where t hodge went to the transfer portal i mean it just surprising just being a hometown guy and uh this like this soon to to season and kind of like the QB situation. Did you already, did you not like what information changed for him? Is I guess. So it's just a weird, the timing's weird. Not the fact that he's trying. I mean, the timing, I mean, the fact that he's transferring isn't super shocking. I just thought he might stay around longer being a hometown guy. That, that's all. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of maybe saw that too. The, the timing is definitely weird. Um, but when you, when you look at like who's in front of him, I mean, those guys are, you know, Jabari Small's in the same grade as he is. Tyon Evans got two years. Um, I mean, so that Lenith Whitehead, D Beckwith, you know, maybe he thought some of those guys might move positions, um, but they have not up to this point. So he's kind of right. sitting there fourth or fifth. You know, your second year in the program, you know, you, you do still have that COVID year, but when you don't really lose anybody next year, I think that. You know, maybe you see the writing on the wall a little bit that yeah. you know, I'm not going to play here anytime soon. Right. Not, not incredibly like special teams. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not incredibly shocking, but um, definitely weird timing. And I know we kind of got away from quarterbacks there. Um, okay. So Thursday night, just looking at, well, let's look at this season. Does the person who starts Thursday, is that the person who starts the final game? I think that's the hope. Scratch injury, scratch injury out. Yeah. Like, say no injuries. Like the guy that was named the starter going to be the guy ran out there against Vanderbilt. Yeah, it's definitely the hope. Um, oh yeah, the hope for sure. But we've seen. Yeah, yeah we we've seen it for too long lately. that like like when's the last time that's happened? Right. Dobbs. Is that right? Is it Dobbs? No, I mean JG and uh, seventeen was the starter all year, wasn't he? The Dormity started. No, Dormity started. Yeah, you're right. Um. I think Garantano probably would have been in 18. But he didn't. But he got hurt. Yeah. But I think he would have been the whole time in 18. With 2019, was he? He was a starter all year as well. I I believe so, yeah. I'd have to go back and look at who actually. I mean, 19, the only person. I think 18. Was 18? I'm so just lost in years. Chris was there in 19, right? Yes. Okay, so it was 19, I think, that he didn't finish this. He did finish. He played at Indiana. He started the Indiana game. I guess it was 18 that he didn't finish due to injury. But anyways, 
yeah, I think, but that that's not good for Tennessee. Him finishing well, nineteen, they had the um, trout. Oh, some. yeah, they did have they did mix up starters, so he didn't start all. You're right, he didn't start all twelve. Yeah, Brian Mountboy too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, consistently, no, no one started no. since Josh Dobbs <laughs> no. in 2016. No, I, I, I mean, I think, I think the like that is a harder question just because the staff is new as well. It's not just new quarterbacks; um, the staff's new. So I think, and, and the guy who we think is going to start day one is is Joe Milton. Well, if that's the case, then he probably starts all year, assuming no injury. But if it's someone like Harrison Bailey or Hendon Hooker, I, I mean, if they're not playing great, I feel like Joe Milton. Hopefully, he get, just gets better the longer he's on campus. And so that, you know, could, if they're not playing great, that could, you know, be the changing point. So I, I think it depends on who that starter is. Um, if it's Joe Milton, I'm less likely to say there's a change. Yeah, I don't think, like, I mean, there's definitely not a plan to change unless <laughs> right. something happens. But, uh, yeah, I just don't, like, I, I think he's kind of been the starter since he's been, at least at practice. He's been on campus since May, but didn't go through spring practice. Um, so I think kind of their thought process is like, yeah, he's, he's coming here to start now. He's definitely got to go win it, but, um, prediction, they, they probably predicted that he was going to be the starters when they gave him a call. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He's, he got brought here for a reason. That's for sure. Right. That is for sure. Um, as far as, well, let's see how to. Stats give me your order. Uh, yeah, give, give me your order though. Like, who's your one, two, three? I know that doesn't matter as much, but since there's such a competition, who, who is it? Who's who's playing? I know who's playing starting Thursday for you. Who's playing? Are all three playing? I mean, I I would think like Ken and Hooker and Harrison Bailey probably is is a week to week thing to see no. who is the backup. I, I feel like that is, um, you know, maybe that's not the case, but I don't think either one of them is separated themselves like it doesn't seem like a one two three it seems like there's one guy and then there's the two behind him yeah i, w- I would from what we're hearing yeah i would agree with that um, but, but i think it goes like if you're playing your offense around like joe milton's kind of mobile so you use him in that then maybe hendon hooker is your second right. yeah um, looking at your game plan I, yeah that, that makes sense that but I, I, th- I think your safest option is is Harrison Bailey. I think he's Mr. Consistent. He's he's not going to wow you with anything, but I think he's got good enough arm strength, and the kid just wins football games. I mean, that's what well, he and it, So does that get – you know, if, if things don't work out with Joe – you know, whoever the n- number one is, like Joe Milton or Hooker, does that put Harrison Bailey in that two spot of like, hey, if, if, if we can't get it done, we're not going to wait to get to consistency at three. We're going to get to consistency next. Like – so does that give him that number two spot where he is the next man up? Yeah, I think that's going to be interesting to see. I wish I had an answer, but I, <laughs> we, I guess we'll find out Thursday. Hopefully, so, so you Thursday. Did you answer who you see? You, I know you kind of mentioned Hendon Hooker maybe being that too. Is that who you think you see? Joe if I was picking, I would have Harrison Bailey, but um, I think game plan wise, yeah, you probably go with another mobile quarterback and Hendon Hooker. Okay, I'm gonna go with my gut, and that usually gets me wrong. And I'm I'm saying Harrison Bailey. I, okay. I'm a big yeah. I, I I I agree with what you're saying, and I think that's what makes you right. But I, I mean, I just I got to think again. I'm going back to everything we've seen from the three of them, and it's been very very limited. Hendon Hooker, you've seen the most of, uh, but I've got I hope Harris that makes Harrison Bailey the number two guy. That really probably maybe even the number one. But 
If the starting the quarterback has a commanding lead at half or mid-third quarter, I think you see a substitute prevent injury. I I hope there is a commanding lead enough to put a backup in. He yeah. should your your starting quarterback shouldn't finish the first game of the season unless you're opening with a power five opponent. I mean, that's you right. want to get like you play these games. They're like preseason games. They they get you warmed up, and then hopefully you get to get plenty of guys in. Yeah, you you play base defense. You play you know kind of you don't show a whole lot on offense either. You kind of just run your your base stuff and you know get in a groove and hopefully win by a big margin where you're able to get guys in there. I mean that's yeah. we were watching you know high school football this weekend and and Thursday you saw Maryville and they're up on Powell. And I mean, in a big game like that, but right. they're up so much that they could put backups in and get them plenty of um, reps and, and game reps, and uh, and that's why they're so good each and every year because they're able to do that. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And you need to, and that's the other thing too is you. I mean, I mean, was that a down? Well, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. Let's see it. Let's let's. Uh, Let's get to number two. Yeah. Let's get to number two guys. Not just a quarterback. Let's get to the number two guys. Yeah, let's get to um, three. Man. It's game week. I'm I'm fired up. But let's talk some some questions for game week. What what's the I think my first question is um how much do they show? And how much are they able to like keep hidden because the game's in hand? I think that's my first question. Not not really game week, but like in game right i uh yeah i I hope that i hope i know a lot of places just do it now but i that's the that was the problem with now i'm going to get into what i just want didn't want to get into but like that was what sucked about the bush jones era is you played these games you were so vanilla you were bad because creativity is what made your offense good and productive and it's going to be the same with high pools and it's usually what kicked your you had a slow start to the next game too because of it so it was you. You were so vanilla. You were bad. I don't want to be that. Like I, I get not wanting to show your whole hand, but it's like, I mean, do you not want to go? Like you, why even play that game at all if you're not gonna go out there and play your football? And, and I get you're not gonna show everything. That's fine, but you need to go out there with the thought of like we're gonna use this to get better. Not just we're not just playing this game because it's on our schedule. Which is right. what it felt like Tennessee did with Ohio and UMass and Appalachian State and uh, plenty of those games. It was very frustrating. Um, so yeah, I, I hope that's not the case with with Thursday night. Um, I mean, I would if what the hell is Alabama going to change after watching Tennessee and Bowling Green play? Right. <laughs> yeah. So, like, just go play football. Don't overthink it. Go win. Jeez, yeah, don't overthink it. When can we get a blowout, please? Please. Uh, who's a starter? <laughs> right. Yeah. Biggest question. That's the, that's the question. I think. Who's the starters? Also, no, no. I think it's just who's the starter. I think that's the question. Okay. Who that's is the question. who is the play caller? That's a great question too. <laughs> it's a great question too. We got to ask all the good questions. Um, I think I think another one that I'm I'm really curious. Um, it is what what is how aggressive is this defense? Like you should get a, a ton of opportunities to be aggressive on Thursday night. So how aggressive? Like are you able to go force turnovers? I, I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, yeah, you want to see a bunch of stops, obviously, 
but I want I want to see turnovers. I want to see aggressive defensive yeah. play that lead to turnovers. I think that's the because that's if, if your defense can be aggressive this year, that helps your team out a ton. They don't have to be great. They don't have to stall out every single drop. They just got to be aggressive at times and be able to go make plays. Yeah, um, B Hunter says, "How will the linebackers play?" Uh, yeah, that's another. <laughs> I think like the whole defense. You know, what, what is the what does the rotation look like in the defensive line? Um, you know, can can this team get turnovers? You know, we didn't see a lot of that last season. Um, and I think with how fast your offense is going to go, I think you desperately need some turnovers like that. Um, and I think that just – that helps out your offense, number one, and you're able to blow teams out. If you're able to jump on them right. 28 to nothing in, in, you know, the first half, you know, how – Psyched are they to come out of halftime down 28 points? Oh, yeah. Well, agreed. <laughs> um, new Lutz put, I'm looking for a smooth offense, and defense doesn't let BG score over 14. Pit game is going to tell a lot more. Yeah, pit game is definitely going to tell a lot more. He's right. Bowling Green is very bad. Um, I, I mean, I don't think it's like, I don't think you're going to find out a ton about the Tennessee season on Thursday night, but hopefully you go out and you at least get to learn more about this team. Like you, you find, what first off who the starting quarterback is um you get to find out like you know how you're going to utilize the Jalen Hyatt Bayless Jones Jr. speed what what is the um you know third wide receiver how is he going to fit in what what plays is he making who who at running back is going to be our um you know the the load carrier I mean I, I hope it just tells stuff about that how how's the linebacker group looking as a whole is there one guy that's um getting to the quarterback. I mean, I, I, I just want to find out stuff like that. I, I know it's not going to be like – it's not going to tell me whether Tennessee can play with Florida or not this year. Like, it's not going to tell me that, but it, it can tell me a lot. Can we cover the slant now? That's a great question. Or the spread. Like, the, just in general, the spread? Yeah. Oh, the spread. I thought you meant like the spread offense. I was like, I hope we can find <laughs> a way to cover that whole thing. That'd be awesome. That would be yeah, great. the spread would be nice be a dream dream come true um my question that doesn't really relate to the game how many i mean it relates to the game but not the play of the game how many people are kneeling thursday night mm-hmm. did we talk about this or i know we i think we talked about it a little bit at the end yeah yeah i think i said around 90 someone else told me around 90 so maybe i'm crazy i, I was thinking more like 75 80, 80. yeah thinking a little bit lower but i'm i'm, I'm kind of leaning more toward 85 i think it looks full i'll say that yeah I think I, I think I I'm interested. Three, what does the light show look like? Um, I was uh, at South Bull when they did theirs, and dangerous. It was dangerous. Pr- it was pretty electric. It is. It's just it gets so dark, especially down that valley. Holy crap! Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, was, it, got, it was. It looked like it got the people going though. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's go, let's play some ball. Also, like the opposing team, they're just like, "What is going on?" Yeah, that is kind of like a weird thing for the opposing team. You know, you don't consider that, but it's like you can't get fired up with something the home team's putting on. But it's also a very, very like electric moment. How do you right. not get a little fired up from it? Yeah, it's you like don't when want the to LA, it's like too much when the LSU band plays net. What does the opposing team do? There's no way they don't yell, "Suck that tiger!" Yeah, there's no like everyone. It's like a law. You have to yell that one. When the band where when the song neck plays so I, right. it's got to be hard um 
B Hunter mentioned we are thin at tight end. I want to see how that looks. I want to see how these tight ends fit in. That's my main thing. How are they utilizing this offense? They've got to be a part of it, I think. Um, it helps quarterback out to have a good, effective tight end. We talked about that last year. Didn't throw to him much until it didn't matter anymore. Um, still didn't throw to him a lot, but, yeah, I, I'm interested. I, again, that, that's the things I want to find out on Thursday. I'm, I'm, again, I know it's not going to tell me a lot about the season, but good to see these guys in some game action. So, Jakob Johnson just caught a pass. Yeah, whoever tackled him um, wanted to taunt and then remembered that he would have got a 15-yard penalty for just nice for just standing up too aggressively. So he stopped. That was pretty good self-control. Pretty good. He that's a guy fighting for a roster spot right there. There you go. Yeah, it's um, little Grant, things. Absolutely. Graham Morgan mentioned uh, 52,000. If there's only 52,000 there Thursday night, I'm not just hanging up. I'm not pull a. Um, I yeah, forgot his name. The last time we talked about this too, I'll, I'll just tweet out a picture of me hanging up the soccer cleats. Oh, Congo. Congo. Yeah. <laughs> the last time I forgot we mentioned him, I forgot his name. If there's if there's fifty thousand people there, I'm I'm done. I, that's it. I quit forever. Like I'm not a fan anymore. I'm I'm going home. Yeah that that would be a rough day. <clears throat> I'll be playing golf every Saturday morning. <laughs> that would definitely be rough. Hopefully, there's more than that. Right. Um, one of my questions is how many receivers play. Um, got a lot oh, of talent at receiver. Um, Twelve. They're gonna be pulling people off the side or off the. Out of I the guess. Stand. I guess when Joe's, the Joe's gonna get a chance. Like when the the one offense is is in, I want to see how many wide think, receivers are. I in think that you rotation. see like a. I think you see like a five. Probably a five. I don't. Maybe. I mean, maybe you have a full rotation there. Over six. Yeah. Yeah. So. Graham mentioned to his fifty-two thousand comment Thursday night game. Again, I know this is not – I mentioned why I hate this Thursday night game. It's not the same as App State. But it's still the opener for Tennessee. Like, Yeah, it's the opener. It's a night game, and it's like an, a new coach. Um, there's that hope that things are going to be different. So I don't think it's 102,000. No. Well, let's find some middle ground between – there's 50,000 people we can find somewhere in that ground. <laughs> um, so I'll meet you about 75, but – I think it'll still be a good atmosphere. Um, it'll be announced a hundred thousand though. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right. Any other questions you have for for game week for for old Coach Heupel? Yeah, I, I think uh, one thing to take away from this game is like, does this game make you more or less nervous about the Pittsburgh game? I'm, I mean. I think it can only affect me negative. Well, I shouldn't say that. If there's good quarterback play, like legitimately good quarterback play, I might feel more hopeful. Mm-hmm. But it, otherwise, I think it can it can only affect me negatively because I know every play I see is I'm going to take with a grain of salt. So it can only be if we just look terrible, I'm going to be like, well, Pitt's going to be a long game. But I also know at the same time, playing Bowling Green on a Thursday night in your opener is way different than getting up for a noon Pitt game. True. Yeah. You have to wake up a lot earlier. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think if you have solid QB play, like where the, you know, we look competent at that position, I think I just feel a lot better. But I mean, even, let's, let, let's say we, the biggest, you know, need we've talked about defensively is like having a true pass rusher, guy that can get back to the quarterback. If there's a guy with three sacks, I mean, I'll, I'll obviously be like, oh, that gives me hope. But I also know it's Bowling Green. So I have to, yeah, waver those. <laughs> And I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give Joe Milton a Heisman if he plays well, but I mean, somebody he, will. Somebody might. That's good. <laughs> um, him and Cam Newton. 
Just same person. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I, I will feel a lot better about the pit game if you have good QB play. I'll feel better. Yeah. About it. Yeah, and I think uh, another question I have is uh, talk me into sixty-seven thousand. He's going up. There we go. I like it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're we'll has... get you. We might get you to one hundred and two before Thursday. <laughs> yeah, we're already... fifteen thousand in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Graham. Um. Another one is the offensive line much improved. Um, we, we've heard they've kind of struggled a little bit in camp. Um, do they figure out that that starting five, and do they, you know, play like they should? Um, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of talent up front, um, so should be able to to maximize that, hopefully. Um, you know, I think having the playmakers that you do around them, having a decent quarterback, I think helps. Um, so I'm interested to kind of see what they look like on Thursday night. Yeah, uh, and that's going to be a – I mean, it should – good offensive play can – offensive line play can only help your quarterback, right? So Yep. And then um, running backs, how they split those carries between uh, Evans, like Jabari that. Small, Jalen Wright. Does D. Beckwith get some, some carries in there as well? Yeah, that's uh, – I mean, I think – I'm a big Tyon Evans fan, man. I, I hope we get to see a little bit more of him, you know? Just – For sure. He he looks like he's he's good both, you know, running the ball in and catching out of the backfield. So I think that's going to be an exciting, exciting one to keep an eye on. We'll see. Ooh, did you see what Nuga Lutz says? I've watched some UCF games, and Heupel seems to be the best coach we've had in a while for managing managing a game. True story. Interesting. I mean, we've had some crappy game managers. I'll say that. Well, the chart it was the game manager first off. Right, right. So can't blame Butch. You can't though. blame Butch. Yeah, Butch didn't manage games. The chart managed games. He manages the chart. I don't know who manages him, but probably not. At the end of the day, you can't blame Butch Jones. Right. Well, Nick Saban did control Butch Jones for a while. Um, it's true. But it's now true. he's now he's up in Jonesboro, baby. <laughs> We need to talk about – you mentioned bad game managers. Were there any – I mean, was Jeremy Pruitt ever good enough to poorly manage a game? Like, he never even – we never even got to find out how he managed games because there were never games. Yeah, there. it was never really that close. Right. He did have that three-time out at Alabama. That was pretty awesome. I'll give him that. Yeah, there were some moments where you're like, dude, Jeremy Pruitt could be the guy. But then there were some moments you're like, damn, this dude sucks. Yeah, mostly anytime um, you were pretty <laughs> concerned with what was going on there, but yeah, he did he did some things to get you fired up. I just yeah that that like uh like shoving the players when they <laughs> ran through the team. I, I still love that. That was awesome. <laughs> I've got a good shoving the player to talk about, so can't wait to do that. Wait, you shoved the player? <laughs> I didn't. I should have. <laughs> Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, Academy. <laughs> let's talk about some <laughs> – Hunter, I want to answer this question, but I think I really – I think we just need to have a full show dedicated to that debate. Oh, yeah, that would but take a while. I do think it was Pruitt, though. I'll say that. But I think it's so interesting, like, the reasons. Like, it's just so weird. Yeah. So weird. Like, it's just a – I would agree because, like, before you'd be like, yeah – which had more talent, but you look at Mark West Calloway being wide receiver one for the Saints now, and you're just like, uh, 
it might be Pru- and Pruitt's not done. Like this stuff is not over with. Right. Right. Oh, I'm pretty pissed that the NFL coaches get to watch the replay on the jumbotron and then throw the challenge flag. Where I can't watch a replay in Madden and then throw a challenge. That's just stupid. That's definitely a catch. I don't want it to be a catch because I bet on the Patriots. Oh, it was a catch. It was definitely a catch. <laughs> That's definitely it was a great catch. catch. I don't know how they missed it. Right. Uh, unless he bobbled the ball going to the ground or something. But great, great catch. Um, Space Mountain said he'd say Butch. I really think we need to do a full show on it. It would be just hilarious to go through all of the things that happened in both of their eras. Um, let's talk like about a, a Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would actually be – well, it's funny. They really that's that's why I say it's so interesting because they are like polar opposites in every way. Mm-hmm. So there wouldn't be much in the middle. It would, but they're both. But the only thing in the middle would be terrible. Like awful. yeah, or uh, <laughs> the common factor here. JG. JG's there. You go. That's one that's here. <laughs> there you go. Landon knows how to do a Venn diagram. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk some ball basketball. Good. More good news. More good news. Yeah, we mentioned on the show on Thursday that uh, Zakai Ziegler would uh, make his decision on Friday. He did that, and we also kind of hinted there might be a certain name already in the student directory, and it was Zakai Ziegler made his decision to come to Tennessee, enroll, reclassify to the 2021 class. He's a 5'10", three-star point guard out of the Bronx, New York. If you remember the last point guard we got from the Bronx, it was Kevin Punter. Okay, I was gonna say I don't I don't know who's from the Bronx. Kevin Punter. Right. So uh yeah, I think he's he's a guy that, you know, obviously was late getting Tennessee offer, but they saw him in person, got him an offer. I think he played Brandon Miller, which is a five star Tennessee tar- target um at the Peach Jam and uh offered him and kind of just went from there and want him to reclassify to to already get on campus super fast. I watched his Whole highlight tape. I actually watched some of those, like, you know, those hoop mixtapes where they, like, have, like, yeah. two people playing each other. Um, so, I watched a couple of those. Dude's super quick. I mentioned he's only 5'10", so he's a smaller guard. Super quick, can shoot. Um, you know, has that outside range and and will pull up from anywhere. And so, I think it's a, a guy that's probably going to be a four-year guy. Um, I mentioned his size. He's not the NBA-type point guard not saying he can't because i mean nate robinson did it for a long time but uh until he started boxing <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I mean i think he's are a gonna guy. Fight? sorry i didn't mean to interrupt are you gonna buy the the next paul fight tonight hell no are you no i bought rough and rowdy though and i will never not buy rough and rowdy ever again it was, fun. It was cool. well worth 30 dollars. <laughs> well worth it well this fight's 60 dollars. yeah i won't be paying that no. uh lofton size graham <laughs> I mean, he's not big, but he's like six. I mean, he's probably six two. One, six two. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's a little taller. No, but he, um, he is faster than Lofton. Yeah, no, this guy, this guy is much quicker. Um, where does he fit in on this team? Is he? Is this a redshirt guy? Is this? He's just getting an extra year on campus, pretty much. How, how does he fit in? Um, I, I think he's a guy that can maybe push Kenny Chandler a little bit. You know, okay. Kenny Chandler is probably a. One and done. If he's not, he's going to be two years and he's gone. So, um, you, so you see a need for him immediately then? Yeah. And, okay. and I think if there is a, an injury or anything like that, I, I think it's a guy who can come in and, um, you know, I, I think he's athletic enough where he can handle the the offense. 
Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a guy that's going to develop in your program for a while before you probably see a ton of him. Um, okay. I think he's a guy in practice that can really um, benefit your team from having, especially like coming into this season. Right. Right. All right. That's, that's uh, I didn't see him as an immediate role player. So that's uh, definitely interesting. I, and I also had to ask why, how have so many guys been able to reclassify lately? Especially like so suddenly. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I, I think a lot of them are getting like a lot of them get back in the class that they already should be in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So like, but then I still I don't understand how it works with like with high school. I how think it's you, more of like a like an age thing. Yeah, but don't you have to come? I mean, you have like requirements, don't you? Like, yeah, I mean, you definitely you have, have to get your high school, like your high school stuff done. Um, but I mean, like you have to take four, like four English classes, typically four language arts classes. So, what like how many people? Like how are so many people just preparing to reclassify? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely something you had you have to plan, um, right? But he was able to just do it all of a sudden, like after the off. That's yeah, like, that's that's kind of weird to me. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Rick Barnes just has that pool where he's like, hey. He's graduated. Okay, yeah, here's his yeah. diploma. <laughs> well, and the, the Catholic Center, he did it pretty suddenly too, didn't he? Was there plans for that? I can't say his name. Tomba, yeah, I think I think he his was a little bit more like planned. Okay, that was okay. that was probably going to be the case from the get go. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't know what that's like. Do they have to take a bunch of like classes in the summer to to finish okay. up? I, that may I'm sure that's it. I'm sure. But but yeah. I mean, Ziegler's not going to get that opportunity. I like, guess like. He it's was probably fall. enrolled in school last week. Yeah, it's fall. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm graduating, guys. <laughs> Peace. Yeah. NIL factor with Graham. I- I'm sure. I'm sure NIL is a factor. I-, I just meant, like, how do they do it, pretty much? Because mm-hmm. it's not like they can just drop out of school. Like, they have to also – and I know they get help to get into the school, but they do start to get into the school. Right. So. Yeah, I- I'm not sure. That's That's an interesting – I mean, you'd have to talk to a college coach. It's like, I don't know. I, I'm pretty confident they couldn't tell you either, though. But like, yeah, yeah, we just tell our compliance department that's what we want to do, and it happens. <laughs> don't look at us. Yeah, yeah. We just know what happened. Right. He's here. He's on campus. We don't Scott know. Ziegler. That's a we cool name, dude. That is a cool name. Double Z. Yeah. A little alliteration. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I took English four. <laughs> I know what alliteration is. So you, you can think like you learn about it if you need to. I feel like you learn about a little alliteration long before that. But we'll go with that. Um, college football. Back. Do you have the I guess I guess it's post nut clarity, is I guess is what it is, where you're like you miss football so much. It gets so exciting, and then you're laying on the couch watching Nebraska Illinois in a two to nothing ball game. And you're like, kind of forgot about these types of games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn it. Big Ben. Damn it. The Alliance. Yeah. You're just like, God bless. They're like, you're like, I've waited so long for this. Like, this is like, I've, Oh yeah. You're like, you're like, should I watch something else? And you're like, no, cause you only get this for like six months out of the year. I need to watch it. It's yeah. I love it. I love it. It, 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 turned it is. Out the, uh, the over almost hit. The over yeah, did almost was, hit. Oh it my was God. two to nothing in the 
at the end of the first quarter. I'm terrible at math, and I, I thought it hit. That was my only lock for this week. So I put $20 on it, and I was like, I mean, I really thought. I got nervous. I sweated out. Okay, I gave Chad those three bets, and he put them in a parlay, and they hit. Not a thank you. Not a here's five dollars. I'm like, dude, Chad. That's the last time I give you any free bets. How, how much money do you? I know he's throwing around quite a bit of change. How much money do you put on it? I think five bucks. Okay. So he won like forty five. Yeah. But I'm the, like, uh, oh, you're paying this dude with a freaking beanie on in the summertime to give nah. you a freaking under bet that was it was an alternate under I, and it I was forgot, like one point off. He lost. I forgot about Beanie Blinks. It was the, the the Steelers in Cincinnati where they almost broke 100. <laughs> God bless. I, that's awesome. I, um, also, Whatever, I Chad. Oh, I was really bad at math, too, and I, I thought the under didn't hit, and I was pretty mad for like 10 minutes until I went back and counted. So <laughs> be good at math. Be good at math. Um, what did you get at 52 and a half? Yeah, I think. That's 50. crazy. I I locked it in on Friday and I got it at fifty four and a half. So it maybe that's that much. Maybe I got it at fifty four and a half. Okay, I feel like fifty four and a half sounds right. Yeah, yep. I think it is. Um, I mean, I was right about UCLA blowing Hawaii out, but I think his spread was like twenty six. I didn't feel confident enough in that. It did. Uh, it did hit. Yeah, but, I picked yeah. the under in that too because it was like what sixty seven. I don't. Like, I don't remember what. I, I probably would have put it on that. But no, I probably wouldn't have. Just because you never know with those games. I feel like sometimes I, they can. I run think up. there was a stat out there like Chip Kelly hasn't hit an over in like two years. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, you just. I feel like you. Just, that's crazy. I, I would have guessed that not to be true. But I also would have said that their overs have probably been just like dumb. Oh yeah, it's just. Like, there's like, probably been games where they scored eighty-five points. It, so it's. But yeah, that that's insane that none of them hit. Um, and then you, just, I feel like you just never know with Hawaii. Ever. Yeah. So they could always have like a Colt Brennan where they yeah. score like fifty points a game. And then, I know they've not been good the last two years though, or the, last year and this year. So dang, they're. Uh, he had twenty two incompletions. Their quarterback did. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! That's bad. That is bad. Fresno uh, State was impressive, though. I was really impressed with them. How about they, UConn? I mean, I guess that you could you, you still scored forty five points. I think your quarterback had like three hundred yard, three hundred plus yards. Yeah. I guess that's still impressive, no matter how bad the team is. Imploding in the athletic department. Yeah, um, I picked Ole Miss to cover against Louisville. So, okay. I picked Ole Miss to cover, Ohio State to cover, and Alabama to cover. What's what's Ohio State spread at? It was 13 and a half. It might be up to 14, but 13 and a half. Oh, that's I think I think they cover. I agree with you. And then I, I picked UCF to cover too. Dylan Gabriel, North Carolina, North Carolina will cover. Who is who do they play? Virginia, Virginia Tech. Tech, five and a half. Yeah, they probably will. Oh, Duke. You can get Duke, Charlotte over six and a half right now. How bad's Duke? I don't know. I feel like that's a hammer. That's a touchdown, right? I mean, you hammer that. I'm with you. I saw it earlier today, and I was just like, yeah, how but, bad is you know, Duke? Even if they're bad, right? I mean, I know – and Charlotte's supposed to be pretty good. Tennessee – God, ten, he – but or Jerry Pro would have lost two season openers in his career if we had played Charlotte last year. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. 
Dang, I want some money yesterday. What happened? They say, and they say, don't get drunk and gamble. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> okay, I won 38 on that. Uh, Joe, do you have any favorites this week? Any games you like? Joe can't gamble. He's, only, he's a young buck. I mean, that doesn't mean he might not have some spreads, but I, I thought it was 18. I think it's 21. I can't gamble, but I stand the lines for sure. Okay. He's preparing himself. <laughs> I'm excited for the Ohio State-Minnesota game. I, I, you think I'm Ohio State covers? 13 and a half. I'm a Ohio State fan, so I have to say yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think I like what Ryan is doing. Okay. I'll say it. Interesting. Mm. Away, though? I don't know. I'd stay away from it if I could. Like, row the boat, baby. Yeah. Ooh, that Boise State's just plus five and a half. That one's dicey. Dude, it's Dylan Gabriel, UCF. I know. I think I'm going to take it. I was on. You I'm taking Boise I, State? Yeah. I took I, – no. I got oh, four. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That took UCF. That yes. feels better. Minus. UCF feels a lot better. Okay. Okay. Oh, That's what I was saying. I thought you said you took Boise State, and I was like, ah, I don't know if they come. No, no, no. Um – I did. I took Duke. I'm sorry. I, I, if that's a trap, I got trapped. That's fine. Yeah, you, you put a couple bucks on it. It's worth it. Yeah. That's, see what happens. Well, and I'm throwing that in a parlay for sure. Parlay's Yeah, my parlay is Ohio State, Alabama, UCF, and Ole Miss to cover all four right. It's like – can you hear me? You out? I'm good. Okay. It's kind of cutting in and out, I think. Go ahead. Oh, we can hear you now. You're back. Back. Um, Daddy Cast Vols, what up? How's it going? You ready for Thursday? Just scares me. The what? I think the Duke bet just scares me. That's one of those where you're like, no, there's no way, and Vegas it's is right. It's yeah, a trap. That's why I'd be scared for a parlay because if I'm throwing it in like a six game, then that's the last <laughs> who, one. Who is our, our Coastal Carolina boys playing? That's what I want to They're uh, Citadel this week, I believe. How, what's that line at? I don't know. We'll hammer it down, though. You don't have to <laughs> look. Sure. You hammer. For sure. Um, I don't even think they got a line because it's the Citadel. Damn it. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure either. Uh, Billy Giles asks, how many people show up Thursday? Don't ask Graham. <laughs> I'm going to ask Graham now. I think we're sitting in that. I think we're sitting in the seventy to eighty thousand range is where we're at. Hey, Graham went up. Graham he did. Yeah, we've got him up. Um, Fred Volstead asked, "Where's the best place to park Thursday?" Depends. You paying? You free? I paid ten dollars at Rush's Music and walk across the bridge. So no, no, no. Park in Market Square if you're gonna walk that far. It's free. You get to walk across the bridge. Well, yeah, so it, it's easy for me because I live in South Knoxville, so I can get right on Chapel Hill right. and go home. Um, but even so then, I'll, even depends then, on where you live. Even then, I'll tell you if you're paying, to park at the church or in the lot we took it. It's twenty dollars, right? There's a forty. Hmm. That might sounds like forty. I'd pay ten and walk. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Yeah, yeah, I think it is forty. Never mind. I would um, take the student parking pass. By the way, okay, that's genius. <laughs> you can pull right up G11. Start walking down, prime. There you go. 
Let us, how let far us know is your, your best, your best how bet. How far is your, your dorm offer. from? Which dorm are you in? Hess, so I'm 10 minutes with a with slow walk. I'll be there, there in five, go. though. <laughs> be getting them legs ready. Are you? Hold, yeah. hold on. Are you going to be late? Like, are you going to be a, a regular student and show up late, or are you or do you get early to the games? No, I'm there. I got a lap okay. at 5.30, but I'm going fully dressed, and I'm shooting straight from there. Wait, they're keeping oh. you in class on Thursday? That is highway robbery. Then, do they even care about football? I mean, well, what is do. this? <laughs> we need to fix our, our priorities. Dude, please go in there with your face painted or just shirtless <laughs> with a T on your chest. That'd be All hilarious. Right. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I'm looking at everything else. There's not a ton else. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm hammering Coastal, though, for sure. I do like the North Carolina Virginia Tech. I don't know how good Virginia Tech is, but I, I like I'm, Sam I'm taking, and I'm taking them by I'm taking them by a touchdown. So Oklahoma and Tulane's kind of I don't know six and a half. That's a lot of points. I don't see Coastal on here, but I know they play. You think Wisconsin beats yeah. Penn State? No. You think Penn State beats Wisconsin? Yes. Ooh. That's plus money. Wait. Who's Wisconsin's quarterback? Not that it really matters. Do they return that guy? Is it Mertz? He's a freshman last year, right? Was he? Okay. I was trying to remember that. I still think – I think I'm going to go with Penn State, but I don't know. How what about, what's, what's, what are the odds? What about, like, is what, it a it, stay away from? Um, it's four and a half is the – which I wouldn't touch that. Yeah. So um, I don't, it seems like a it seems like a game I'd stay away from. I don't know. What about Kentucky? 29.5 point favorites over Louisiana Monroe. I kind of want to take Louisiana Monroe. Mm. I'm definitely not touching it, but yeah. I'm gonna wait that. I'm gonna wait that one out. So I don't see Coastal on here. They play they play Thursday. And I don't yeah, see it, it probably it probably doesn't have a line. Yeah, that's pretty disappointing. I can bet on women's table tennis in the Middle East, but I can't bet on Coastal Carolina. What about Mississippi State, Louisiana Tech? The over is 52 and a half. That's not a lot of points. No, it's not. Michigan State and Northwestern. Northwestern's a three and a half point favorite. Ooh. I wish it'd be down to like three. Yeah, it'd make me feel better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Iowa three and a half over Indiana. I kind of like Indiana. It yeah. is at Iowa though. Can't it, it is a day game though. It's not night. It's not nighttime in, in Oh my in god, are you serious? New I, had, one. I had Patriots minus three and they, mm-hmm. they won by two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they end up winning. I'm I'm behind, but yeah. Oh, All that's right. pass interference though. I mean, I lost it anyway. That was a two-point conversion. Oh, that was a two-point conversion. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. God, it's so trash. Gotcha. I, I was wondering why the clock didn't roll. That makes sense, Caleb. Um, all right. You got any questions? Uh, I think that's all we got. All right. Well, um, does Children's Hospital still offer 10 bucks to park? I think they do. I think they do. But I'd... I the only time I ever pay to park is for tailgating. Other than that, I park in Market Square or State Street or whatever and walk. So used to walk across the bridge and then they stopped letting you park for free behind what is now or was Smoky Mountain Grill. I think they reopened it. So where at? 
um, right there behind the auto repair shop, the Smoky Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. We used to park behind there, and then it got sketchy. Like We used to park where the apartments are now. Yeah. There used to be a lot right there. Right. Yeah, we but that one was paid, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, there were some break-ins, and then someone we don't even know if they were associated with Smoky Mountain Grill started charging. It was sketchy. So for a while, we moved to um, where did we start parking? Oh, um, across the street from Shoney's. So it was a good little walk from there. Yeah. That was a that was a haul. I mean, that added on like an extra quarter mile. But good times, good times. Um, yeah, Market Square is that. That's a great move. I know at, at campus they take like a dinner. shuttle too, don't they? Yeah, I think it's all. I don't. I think you have to have a parking pass to park at Ag. What about the one? Yeah, I guess anywhere anywhere with the shuttle, you might have to have a parking pass. Yeah, I don't think they. That basketball season, you don't have to have a pass to park there. You could park at University Commons over that way, too. They charge, I think. Yeah, it is. You do have to pay. But you could get on a shuttle. You walk over to Ag and get on a shuttle. Or that's a that's an easy walk. That's not a bad yeah. walk at all. Yeah. So getting up that hill is the worst part. But this it's not a bad walk. Um, okay. Did you, you say any other questions? That's all I got. Somebody did say, what do y'all like in Georgia Clemson? What's it at? It's at three. God, there's a lot of questions for both teams, really. I'm sorry. I mean, JT Daniels is obviously like the starter and stuff, but I'm just not confident he can come in and win big golf, big time ball games yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say Clemson. I was about to say, I think I'd take Clemson. I'm assuming they're the favored. Yeah. 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 yeah I think I'd take Clemson. Um, Billy Giles asked, What about Bailey? I assume he's referring to the quarterback situation. I think he's, I, I Landon's kind of sitting in the boat of logic of him sitting at three just because of the styles of the other two. I'm in the boat of my gut, and I just think he's good, but I don't think he's good enough to be the number one. And from what we've heard, I think he's good enough to be the number one. From what we've heard, sounds like Joe Milton is. So I've, I've got to go with Bailey being the being second string right now. Yeah, I think that's yeah, that's fair. We'll see. I, I mean, we really like Harrison Bailey. I just it just doesn't seem like he is going to be a starter i mean right didn't win the job yep unfortunately unfortunately Ooh, lsu ucla lsu's three and a half is this next week is this game? i don't know no it's this week or it's next week but i kind of like lsu minus three and a half Yeah. Um, I do have a bad thing. Like, I usually will pick SEC teams over whoever they're playing. So, that kind of gets me in trouble sometimes. But Right. It's also pretty it's safe. Too. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's a, it's a fair thought, though. For sure. For sure. Um, most important of the week. Most important. You want to go first? You want me to? Um, will you roll out first? Yeah, I can go first. Get some things in order here. Justin Reed, the uh, DB for the Texans, got to kick off today. Dang it. That was one of mine. I should have gone first. That was awesome. And he freaking booted. He, he had a great a great kick. 
plenty of height. Is that, the, is that the new thing? Like, you try to get a defensive guy who can do that? It's just a better tackler? I mean, I'm not trying to take a kicker's job. But. My, my only thing about that is, like, how often does he, like, truly like, – how often is a kicker – so how the DB has to be pretty dang good and consistent because otherwise you're giving up something that happens, hopefully, a lot through the course of the game for something that may happen once or twice a year that your kicker is required to make a tackle. That's true, yeah. So it, it just depends. I mean, it, it varies. That that the DB the DB would have to be really really good though, or whoever's kicking would have to be, yeah, good enough that you wouldn't lose something. Dude, for games so thing. small. Oh, he he did it well. I'm curious how consistent he is. He said he wants to try field goals next. Okay, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. I don't. I mean, that surely he can at least make an extra point. Didn't Ocho Cinco get get to kick an extra point? Maybe. I think he did. I feel like a guy who could probably do that is Odell Beckham Jr. I feel like he's he's a pretty good. good. He's not as good as uh, Ocho Cinco was, but yeah, oh, really? he's he's pretty good. Yeah, hmm. yep. Yeah. Um, I mean that dude. That dude's better than his like form and style look better than Ocho Cinco. So I would guess he's better. Yeah, he got to do an extra. He got to take an extra point against the Patriots. I don't know what year this is. Nice. It was posted on YouTube 12 years ago, so a long time ago. Dang. Um, shocked I remembered that. Um, my most important is Phil Rivers. Did you see his uh, talk after the after his, he got his first game? Win. Yeah, and he was like, man, he's like, I try to remind these kids all the time. Like, this is – he's like, I have so many good football memories, and most of them, he's like, come from high school. Like, that's where nice. most of my good football memories are. And he's like, I try to tell these guys because we have a few that will go and play at the next level. But, like, most of them, like, this is it. And he's like, not that I want them to think, like, high school or college and NFL and fun. Like, it's a great time. It's like, these are your best memories, though, and you need to enjoy it. And I was like, man, that's what high school football is all about. But he also never won a Super Bowl either. So. He never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> and he played at NC State. So, not a ton yeah. of big games. Right. Um, my next one is uh, Cofield. Do you see their um, banner no. run through? Um, I think it was against Scott County or Scott High School, whatever they are. Um, I, think I think it's Scott County. Okay. They said uh, – it said, hope y'all hoarded that teepee because the jackets are going to run through you like Taco Tuesday. It's a weird one. That was just like really – it was a lot that didn't really relate to the game. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool that they – like that's – they went, sure. yeah, yeah. they went out on limb for sure. Yeah, it is. They went out on limb for sure. But yeah, very. Uh, that was a strange one. Hopefully, there's like a like a uh, backstory to that. Maybe some kid pooped himself last the last time See, they played. That's the kind of stuff we need to know. That, yeah, that would have been awesome. That <laughs> that's that's it. Um, that's a. I think that's all I got for my most important. Philip Rivers, love the guy. I got a Vols quarterback commit. David Jackson set the Center Grove High School career passing record. Nice. Still got, I think, seven or eight games left. So, uh, yeah, props. I love that I texted you. Martinez and JG are the same person. And then, like, everyone was – like, everyone talked about it. I was oh, like, oh, yeah. well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thought that. Yeah, I did. The, I said the Spider-Man meme would, yeah. without even like getting on Twitter and like there was like a billion <laughs> of them. Right. Love it. 
we're all in the same way with like everybody just dialed yeah. in. That's how you know it's football season. Everybody's everybody's on the same thought process. Absolutely. Um, fail of the week. Fail of the week. I have the Mets. Okay. Just sucking in general or did yeah, some I mean, specific kinda. Um, so the Mets players are flashing the, you know, when they do something good, they flash like if they hit a base hit, they put the thumbs down. And he's, Javi Baez says, when we don't get success, we're going to get booed. So they, meaning the fans, are going to get booed when we get success. Interesting. How will they do that? Like, is the team just going to stand up and boo after wins? Just like that's what they're crowd? doing. They're they're putting the thumbs down. So you do some good and you boo. I'm just like this seems very unhealthy. Like it, I feel like a marriage like that doesn't work. Oh wow! You're saying they're married. Fans of the yeah. team, they're they're yeah. one. They're yeah, one in the body of Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, absolutely. Okay, interesting. That's a I haven't, I haven't heard it's that. Like when, when people say, "Don't say they," when you're <laughs> or us when you're talking about the team and the fans, um, I get to I get to say that. You get to say that. Any fan should, right? I don't. Whatever. I. That's a. We've had it's because somebody had to tweet about it last season. But yeah, God I can bless. say whatever I want. Actually, that's a good thing about having your own show. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, within so. reason, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, my fail of the week: Trent Dilfer. Not a great look. Yeah. Let's be clear. He he shoved that kid. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you can't you can't do that. He didn't hurt like, him. He didn't cause harm, but he shoved right, him. <laughs> right, you can't do that. And then, like, kid, not a great reaction at either. Yeah, so it's not. It's – like, we're in that time where you just can't – like, you got to know you can't do that stuff anymore. Well, I'm, and I mean, like, it's one thing – I like I, a lot of people are probably going to be like, oh, you know, I don't have a problem if a coach puts his hands on a player. It's not put the hands on. If he was just, like, moving him from a situation – that needed to be de-escalated and was just like carrying him off pretty much like he was at the beginning of the video. That's one thing, but he, sh- he shoved the kid. Yeah. Like he shoved him. So stupid. And the, my thing like the Trent Dilfer is he's kind of like, you know, I lost my cool ball ball. I'm like, what would you have done if a co- like you played at a high level? What would you have done if a coach had done that to you? Like how would you have reacted? Yeah, that's true. But she did apologize. I'll, I'll give him that. It's not, I mean, I don't think it's like, that big of a deal. He just looks, in my opinion, like an idiot. He looks incompetent. Mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest fan of Trent Dilfer. Yeah, they also won like what, 62 to nothing. So it's just like, what happened to cause that? On yeah, the exactly. 62 to nothing win. It's like, dude, I know you're competitive, but Jeez. Jesus Christ, he just missed a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Golly, I was not aware of that fact. That's yeah, that's that's tough. That's my that's my only fail. That's what I've got. Yeah, not a great look. Hope they get that figured out. I mean, the, the team seems to be doing just fine. So I don't know what adversity you had. I have another one, actually. And you might think this is like a most important or like a good thing. But apparently this isn't the only team to do this. But FAU has changed the title of their head football coach. I have seen it. I saw that and then saw where a couple teams have already done it. Yeah. Yeah, so the – 
it'll be now called the Haggerty family head football coach after they received a $2.5 million gift from the Haggertys. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, is that like, what they is that what they required? Hey, we're gonna give you this two point five million, but we want oh yeah names on that. Oh yeah, I mean that's how you get names with or buildings with names on them. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Right. right. I'm I like, mean, how about you give us a million and we don't put your name anywhere? Right. Right. <laughs> I, I, the only and first off, I don't think it should ever. It should just be the head football coach, but like it should only be named for a guy like people who have like been like if. Tennessee named it like the Robert Nealand head coach. Like that would be an appropriate name to be attached to the head coach title. Yeah. Not some random family's name because they gave some like first off, too, if you're gonna get something like that, you better have like consistent pay big large payments coming into the school. Right. Not just one lump sum. Right. You probably won the lottery. <laughs> um, I mean, is, is is that the is that the first thing you do if you win the lottery? You you drive down to to UT's campus, sit down with Danny White, and you're like, "I'm." You can just go ahead and tell the Haslam's that they're done. It's me. Is that the first thing you do? Maybe uh, it has to be like the big lottery, obviously. Like, you yeah, know, it, everybody yeah. buys a ticket for right. <laughs> um, and even then, I don't know if I'd be paying more than the Haslam's. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Um, you're like, I'm just gonna sign the entire lottery check over to you, actually. Yeah, maybe I'll just um, – I win that kind of money and I'll start screwing over truckers. You should word that differently. <laughs> Are you a lot lizard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just – I don't know. No, I, <laughs> I think I would – I think I would fund Lindsey Nelson. Okay, uh, there you – that is a man of the people. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, give me something to actually put – like, give me something I want to put my money towards. You're going to be the Haslam of the baseball program. That's what you say. Yeah, yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> Haslam, stay away from our baseball program, please. <laughs> God. Well, they have to – that's the thing. That's the, the balance you have to find. They have to be close enough to give money, but far away enough that they don't really impact anything. Yeah. Perfect balance. Do you have uh, any other fails? That's all I got. It's kind of like Kyle Shanahan's just a weird dude. Um, it's on my TV right now. It's creeping me out. Guys, it's been a great episode. We appreciate you guys uh, joining us. We will, Billy said, see you on Thursday. We will see you on Thursday. Uh, it's going to be a fun one. We're actually doing Wednesday. Our episode will be this Wednesday because of the Thursday night game. We will do a short, short, short um, keys to the game on Thursday. Landon will be around kneeling to do it. I'll be at home. Can't wait to do it. Can't wait to do it. Game day's back. It's back, baby. I'm it's super back. excited. Um, did you figure out your couch beer yet? No. No, I haven't. Mm, okay. You got a couple days. Yeah, I got a few days. I may just have to go with like a classic Miller Lite, but we'll see. All right, guys. Appreciate your time. Go Vols. It's officially game week. I'm going to thank Joe, um, our producer, for uh, hopping in here and uh, doing his thing. And, uh, dude, I'm super I'm, – I'm ready. I got my orange on. I got my orange polo ready for tomorrow at work. Okay. Um, wearing one probably I, – I got the football helmet right here. So, I mean, we're good. Just keep it dude. on you. Yeah, we're just ready. I would put it on, but, like, that's kind of a sloth face mask to put on. Like, I'm kind of little. So I don't know. That's kind of cool because you don't see those face masks often. Yeah, it's definitely like – like, this dude's head is humongous. 
Oh yeah, like whoever wore this. So, all right, guys, we're bringing the boat in, and we out.